Hello and welcome to this webisode on Anchor. I'm Joe Hackney. Um, you can find me and follow me on YouTube, uh, Anchor, Google Plus, and of course Facebook and Instagram. Uh, this webisode here, um, it's going to be about the fake Christian neighbor next door. Uh, it's just a fictional story. What I am going to ask though is uh, that you listen really carefully and understand that our neighbor is everybody except for us, ourself. Uh, the whole world is my neighbor. And this neighbor that I'm going to be speaking to here, um, it could be any one of us, any one of us at all. And so as I read this, I would ask if you would just play along with me here. Uh, though it's a made up uh, skit thing, it's honest situations. Uh, I'll pretend that I am God, and if you would pretend that it's you, you're the neighbor, and you're standing before God, and he's telling you these things. And and I, I want to do it kind of like that way, because I want to provoke my neighbor to examine himself. I'm not going to, you know, I, I am a human flesh, so I'm not going to be preaching to my neighbor to condemn them. Uh, I want to help them. Uh, out of love, we, that's why we correct our children, because we love them, and we want to see them grow correctly, and uh, many times, the Word of God, uh, I play guitar, uh, and I've, I've worked in a machine shop before also, and stuff, and a lot of times we have uh, calibrators and stuff, we have to calibrate the machine to make sure that it's uh, working properly, because many times, I, over a period of time, just like my guitar, uh, it gets out of tune little by little by little. Really slow, it gets out of tune, and we can become deaf uh, to it uh, because all the strings, uh, they kind of go out of tune evenly. And we can uh, be out of tune and not realize it. Kind of like, you know, if uh, you have pets or, or somebody smokes and, and in the house or wherever in the car, the person with the pet or smokes, they don't really smell it. But somebody who doesn't have pets or don't smoke, they can they catch it instantly. And so many times as a Christian and as we are walking this life for God, we have to calibrate our spiritual life, our salvation. We have to continually examine ourselves uh, with the Word of God. And the Bible is how we calibrate that uh, with my Guitar, I learned to tune it by ear, but I always have an electronic tuner because sometimes uh, what I'll do is I would take all of my strings and get them out of tune or let somebody else even do it because I don't want to see where they turn the keys to which way. And so then I'll take the guitar back and I have to find that first correct note. I calibrate that. If I get that first note right, I go down my strings, and if you play guitar, you know what I'm talking about. You can, I can tune it that way. And then after I do it by ear, I'll hook up my electronic uh, tuner, and, and then I'll adjust it accordingly there. And many times I am off just a little bit here and there or whatever. And sometimes I've been off and didn't like, it didn't sound off to me, but according to the tuner or your, your uh calibrator or whatever, you could be off and not even really realize it. And if you don't continually examine yourself and, and keep your spiritual walk in tune with the Word of God, we can, we can gradually 
fall off and and we think that we're right we think we're okay and and we become religious and we become uh, an institution and an organization that that's ruled by man and not the word of god and 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 what's scary is this is what scares me a lot i am not afraid of hell i am afraid of thinking that i'm right but yet i'm not i constantly you know i will i i'm my biggest own critic critic uh you know and i'll take criticism constructive criticism I, I'll gladly accept it. It might hurt, but I'll take it uh, because uh, I I understand the how things like I just explained with the you become numb. You think you're in tune, or you think your house smells good, or your car, and, you know. And then when we are actually compared to the Word of God, we can see little by little how we have kind of fell off here and there. And we may not fall to where we're so much out of tune with God that we become completely reprobate and he, you know, and, and we're damned for eternity and stuff like that. But if we don't consistently calibrate our lives with the word of God, that can happen. Or if you stay in a clique with the good old boys and with the church choirs and stuff, and you can develop actually a collective kind of uh, calibration to where you'll be off. You know, it's like the whole the whole uh, congregation kind of moves together at the same place, kind of like when one cow goes, the others start to follow like that also. And, and we'll begin to follow our leaders that way, and, and we'll, we'll get lazy spiritually, and we won't, we just, it's too much work, you know, and we, we give up a lot of that stuff. So I just wanted to set that foundation, and if you just play along with me here, I'm God, and you are the neighbor, and I'm going to go with it. Dear fake Christian neighbor next door, who claims to be a Christian. Instead of being true to yourself and admitting that you actually need discipline uh, in your lifestyle, according to the word of God, that you need to get back to the basics of true worship through childlike faith and cry out to God in prayer every day, and not just when you need him for a fix. You've allowed your faith and trust in God to become a spiritually lazy, skeptical type like agnostic crutch that you only pull out of the closet when you absolutely have used up every option in your life. Every friend is gone now. Every family uh, member and resources, they're all gone and you have nowhere else to turn now except to God. Why do we always make God the last choice? You exchange your reputation as being a responsible adult into a spoiled little teeny bopper who doesn't have time nor the patience to wait on God's timing or plan for a particular situation. You have traded your pastor in for a more modern keeping up with the times counselor. You've redefined the sin that you love so much to becoming a medical problem that replaces God and prayer with pills and rehabs. Instead of admitting that you are under the influence of Satan and this world, you do not believe that you need any kind of demons or sins casted out of your life. And so you turn to the world's doctors and you say, Hey, doc, I need another refill on my script. And you will avoid anyone who tells you the truth. And you've surrounded yourself with yes men and self-help books you have conveniently forgotten that you were made by God and for God and have became a me, me, me 
selfish, professing, self-called Christian, rather than going into your prayer closet with intimate prayer and fasting and staying until you've prayed through, your Christ-professing love has become more like the Pharisees of Jesus' day. He would purposely disfigure their looks and demeanor to pose as a faithful child of God who would rather look holy instead of being holy as to deceive the people into thinking that you are a true, born-again, spirit-filled child of the Most High God, Jesus Christ. You love the church talk. You love the attention that your fake countenance brings you. Instead of feeding off of God's promises and word to take care of your every need, you now go on social media, like Facebook, and you'll create a GoFundMe account. Your spiritual laziness has led you into spiritual poverty. It wasn't the devil. It wasn't God. It was your spiritual laziness that has led you into spiritual poverty and world poverty. You put more faith into the welfare system of this government than you do Bible study. You've traded church for TBN or Daystar or five 10-minute PowerPoint sermons on YouTube. You've traded your cross and suffering with Jesus Christ with your best life now doctrines and books and seminars. And when confronted with the truth of your selfish, lazy Christian lifestyle uh, that you that it used to convict you of your sins, now it's condemning you of your sin and you've developed a shoot down any of those condemning, convicting uh, gut unctions in order to block out any kind of godly counsel or godly correction just so that you can sin in peace and still maintain a counterfeit comfortable Christian reputation. You've left the narrow path to follow the wide paths that are being paved by politically correct, do not do anything to offend me or hurt my feelings, soothsaying witches and warlocks who are feeding off of your spiritual laziness, your backsliding laziness to make a million dollars or two and filling up their jet-set lifestyles with no remorse for the traps of deception that they are setting for you with the the fake promises and the prophecies that they've created in their evil imaginations, counting on your lazy, half-hearted faith in God to convince you that the evil that they are practicing and preaching is to be perceived as good and the word of God. Please, will you please stop calling yourself a Christian? You do not represent Jesus Christ in the least little bit. For a little leaven leavens the whole lump. You're either a born-again child of God or you're a child of Satan. There is no in-between. There is no second chances after death. There's no fence to lean upon between heaven and hell. It's either Yahweh or it's no way. So again, I ask you, please, do as my mother used to tell me to do when I was a young child who couldn't make up my mind sometimes to either stay inside or go outside. Whichever I chose was my choice. But my mother's choice in timing was indeed her choice. She had the power to shut that door and lock it at any time without warning. And whatever side of the door I was on is where I stayed. In like manner, we don't know when God is going to come. So please, to quote Joshua 24 and 15 out of the King James Version, And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, 
whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So choose this day to either become a real follower of Jesus Christ and a born-again Christian or to continue making your bed with the sins and the devils that you love so much. Because again, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. We will follow the doctrine and the gospel of Jesus Christ and him crucified, buried, and resurrected. It's his blood that's over the doorpost of my soul that the death angel has to pass over my life until God's appointed time to take me to his kingdom and glory for all of eternity. I am not a skeptic of what God can do. I'm a wholehearted, fully committed, born-again, spirit-filled man of God who knows how to make a decision for the kingdom of God with no doubts or questions as to whether God can really do what he says he can do. I am a firm believer that when we seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, nothing shall be impossible in my life. It becomes easy to walk away from the world when God lights up his promises and his love in my life. Always with wisdom and knowledge and understanding that God's promises are always yes and amen. If we are going to reign with him, we must suffer with him. We must put off the opinions of our neighbor. You must study to make your own self approved, to find if your own self is approved unto God. Don't study your faith and your salvation by your neighbor's standard of what they think they are saved. The word of God is the place where we have to calibrate our spirits, our, our salvation, our souls. We've got to line up with the word of God. It is not easy, but God didn't promise an easy life. This life is going to be over before we know it. The grass grows, the flowers and all that, and they all fade away. And so is man. We're going to fade, and nobody's going to know your name. And then all of eternity, poof, another dimension we go into where there is no time. Wailing and gnashing of teeth and outer darkness is what it is. It's, it's hell. It's the lake of fire. Let God be true and every man a liar. Go with God, and you will not go wrong. Amen and amen. Merry Christmas also.